to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Hi, this is Paul Sickle. Hey, Paul. Eventful week. Lots going on. Milwaukee yeah. Brewers in the National League Championship Series starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, we're uh, maybe going to the World Series. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's you know first things first. What, but yeah, that's what does Nate Silver think? Uh, what was uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, what's the likelihood? Um, I haven't checked recently. Yeah, I think that's what was it uh, last week with like eighteen percent chance or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. All right. Well, but anyway, they're 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 one of four that are still standing. And they have home field uh, throughout the uh, National League series, so things are looking looking good. Now let's talk turkey, uh, <laughs> just in case we forget that woman's name. We had some interesting news from the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Yeah, so there's there's that. I mean, there's a lot of there's there's some polling stuff that came out this week, but there was yesterday it was revealed that um, Nancy Douglas, who is the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association board chair. Elect, she and the she, star of the anti Randy Bryce ad. Yeah, yeah, she was the same woman. Came across as just you know a normal uh, Wisconsin citizen, just voicing her grievances against uh, a guy like Randy Bryce, mm-hmm. and obviously not revealed in this campaign commercial that uh, yeah she's she's gonna be heading head of the head of the WBA, the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Right. So our friends at One Wisconsin now, good yeah, Scott, Scott Ross, Scott Ross company, absolutely. yeah. Um, they decided to um, put the word out. They put and they, they put some resign. yeah they put some pressure on and uh, made it known, you know who who she was and, and what and what capacity she was uh, she was in when she was doing this ad. And by the end of the day yesterday, she had uh, resigned before even taking her new position. So, that's good. So that's a good thing. I mean, I can I can only imagine if you had. Some left of center, some right. some liberal Lord person who is who is posing as you know just a normal Wisconsinite. In a, in a yeah, Tammy like, Baldwin ad. Yeah, like a, a like a Tammy Baldwin or Randy ad, Bryce ad, or, you know, yeah, or or, or, or an anti Scott Walker right. ad or something like that. I mean, yeah, the the right wing nut jobs in this town they would, would be lose they, their they, mind. They would they would use the majority of their airtime on the radio to just right. go. That's after kind of these why I wanted to talk about this first. It's just, I it's mean, honestly, Nancy Douglas. Like really, like the, the entire WBA though right. has to be questioned. It's well, not just one person. She's elected to the head of it, and it turns out that WBA knew she was going to be in a political ad, and they only asked for her uh, resignation after it was called out by one Wisconsin now. Well, after the pressure, and in the initial statement I believe was that well, you know, she's acting in the capacity of a private citizen, and all our board members are allowed opinions, and that's all fair. You know, but she yeah. was not just a board member; she was the the incoming chair okay, of like the Wisconsin Broadcast Association. From like newspapers across the state, were getting fired or disciplined, yeah, because they signed Scott Walker's recall. Petition. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right that same standard apparently doesn't apply here, right? In the yeah, I mean, they really. I mean, people who had news jobs that had nothing to do yeah. with... I mean, they'd be like a cameraman at uh, Channel 58. <laughs> right. Call petition. Are you exactly. kidding? What does a cameraman have yeah, to do fire with their policy? <laughs> or, or not even... I mean, even people... Well, you could say he takes a different angle shot... They, I mean, they literally had like, oh, the secretary so and so signed a recall mm-hmm. petition. Like people yeah. had absolutely nothing to do with the editorial content. Right. And 
here we've got uh, certainly not the political content. Yeah. Uh, here we have Nancy Douglas, who is actually going to lead the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Mm-hmm. She tells them she's going to be in a political commercial, and they say, "Oh, that's the end of it," and they were fine with that. Yeah, that's a good like. Honestly, like what's up? What's going on at the Wisconsin Broadcasters I don't know. Association? Nothing good. Just to be clear, this is not just some other entity. This is the company. I know is not the right word. This is the organization. the organization that represents all your news stations in Wisconsin. All your TV, all, news stations, your, 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 radio. TV, your radio, the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. They stage most of the debates. Yeah. They there was a controversy a, earlier this year yeah. about how they were handling the, the Democratic debate. And they abruptly canceled it? Yeah. I mean, you've got Shady. to be kidding me. Shady. I mean, it, it, again, again, if the shoe was on the other foot, this would play into and this people whole... people still believe, right, this liberal media... Well, like the, the, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, if, if the shoe were on the other foot, it, they would play into this narrative... Of like, oh, see, it's just another example of the liberal media, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, the and, same people who are broadcasting yeah. on WTMJ and right. all the <laughs> mainstream radio stations. Exactly. They are out there complaining about liberal bias in the media yeah. when they their whole outfit, which kind of runs the media in a way in the state, is being run by a Paul Ryan or a Brian-style hack. Clearly a Republican... Hit job. I mean, yeah. and the oh, yeah. is really dishonest. No, it too, is. It is, it is I, terrible. I feel like. I mean, it says he chose to withhold his child support rather than saying what he really happened was he fell behind by like I think it was twelve hundred dollars over the course of years, which mm-hmm. is like a really. I mean, yes, it's unfortunate, but you know what? Being cash strapped is unfortunate. It's yeah. not like he wasn't making regular payments. Well, that's that, that's the thing, and so. This is, it's all, it's all, you know, the, the the merits of the ad, you know, that's obviously, that's a different discussion, but it's still, it's in... Well, the Broadcasters Association does oftentimes weigh in and say, well, you know what, we don't think this is truthful, and they mm-hmm. will, they will object to ads being aired that are clearly untruthful. Right. And I would argue that that ad against Bryce is, it's certainly spin... Oh, for it, sure. And it, untru- do, it doesn't provide. Know, I think it's fair it, to say it's untruthful. Well, yeah, it doesn't yeah. provide any context for. for right, it's not situation. true. It does. He certainly isn't willing, refusing to pay child support system. Yeah, systematically. I like mean, some, like some deadbeat yeah. that doesn't give yeah. a shit. I, I, in fact, I think she called him a deadbeat, didn't she? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, or something like that. I mean, that's not only is the WBA allowing. Their top spokesperson, who now, to their credit, finally resigned after enormous pressure. Yeah, the, like I said, the initial the initial reaction was, well, again, she was acting in her capacity as a private citizen. Mm-hmm. Our members are allowed to have their own views, and then that did not that was not enough to to alleviate the the controversy. What this is is really a sign of a failure of old media, at least at the local level. Yeah, I and, would. Yeah, I would agree with that. And new media at the local level really winning the day. Yes. The, that's why issues like net neutrality are so important. Mm-hmm. It's not just so that people can play online poker or something. Yeah, like or, 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 yeah, or, 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 or binge watch right. Netflix or something. Right, right. Yeah. You know, or, right, or download their DVD, you know, or not DVDs, <laughs> downloads of TV. Okay, you got to edit You sound like an old person. <laughs> I mean, you know, download uh, MP3 files or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to be talking about Napster in a minute. <laughs> Wait, isn't that current? All right, well. All right, so. So, so there's that. I'm tired and. <laughs> so the other. Um, the, the I other, remember a time before 
the internet was ubiquitous. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty young. Are you waxing nostalgic on the, the uh, back when there was? Uh, yes, back when there was partiality. Geo, in, in Geo old, cities and AOL. Well, it was and, funny. I was just ripping <laughs> on old media. Yeah, yeah. There is kind of a, a, a new old media. Yeah, but at least I'm, <laughs> at least we're being honest about this is, my my shortfall. Yeah, instead well, of going off and lie, like completely lying about everything. That's, anyway. There's that. <laughs> I don't know. I just I. Uh, I'm pretty disgusted by it. Honestly, this is where we need, yeah. um, you know, I sure hope that um, the crew and them on WRRD were, were crowing about this. I, this yeah. Is, I, I, this I, is where we need, that's progressive radio, 15, 10 a.m. If mm-hmm. you're keeping score at home. A uh, little plug for them, I would say. But, you know, podcasts and, uh, the, yeah, net, net, it reminds me of just how important net neutrality is. Yeah, for sure. And it, and it needs to continue to be an issue because the current FCC is obviously not our friend. Right. So. By the way, the no, speaking of old media or what, or what have you, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel ran a headline yesterday on, and I'm not sure quite shows bias but it's interesting they ran the headline when the poll came out from marquette that had walker slightly ahead yeah uh now to the credit they actually didn't characterize it as that they characterized it as a tight race within the margin of error which is what this yeah that's probably the right way but they literally had as i recall the same headline that the marquette press release put out so they basically just regurgitated the, the press release. I don't release. even. I mean, they did no original reporting, like or at yeah. least no original copy. I think that's. Con- I, th- I think it's like an, an increasingly common thing because of all the cutbacks that are occurring at newspapers around the country, and there's skeleton staffs now. And so as as, we, as time goes on, like more and more PR is just you know masquerading as, now, as media. No, reading <laughs> you know? this. It, well, part of what bothered me too, though, was that. Reading these polls in the Journal Sentinel over the years, I always thought that there was some affiliation between the Marquette poll and the Journal Sentinel for Charles Franklin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they seem to, and frankly, there's, kind of pushes the pro. There's a kinship there. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like Franklin pushes a slightly conservative-leaning poll, although his mm. accuracy has been generally very good. Right. Um, the But the Journal had its own poll all of a sudden. Like right after, which actually showed Evers with a slightly better result right mm. after the primary. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was, I was, was really curious as to why the journal was sponsoring a poll when I thought they already had sponsored their own. Uh, yeah, which a they, polling which, with Marquette because they they're always the ones reporting it. Like literally, well, sure. As soon as as he's out there at the Marquette Law Auditorium yeah. announcing his findings. Well, it's his my, pro is very favorable to the Republicans' findings recently. Yeah. But he's doing it with uh, he's Charles Franklin, uh, who runs the Marquette Poll, is is releasing it with Mike Goucher, who used to be involved with uh, the Journal Broadcast the Journal Broadcast Group, and that was still a thing. You know, well, he's pre, not pre, with pre, them at all. Pre, no, he's actually you know he he does work with Marquette and uh, and yeah, he does he does stuff yeah, on his own. And Russ Feingold did yeah, too. Yeah. And so yeah, so there was a new Marquette poll that came out yesterday, and it shows that amongst likely voters. Uh, Scott Walker's up by one point. Yeah. And the, the, I think the takeaway is really in terms of the makeup of the polls. It's four points. Yeah. It's, yeah, right. Two Walker. Exactly. But the likely voter poll is, I believe it's plus three. The sample size is plus three Republican. And as was the unlikely or the 
registered. Yeah, those. and last time I think it was when when they released one in September. I believe it was plus two Democrat, Democrat, which was a lot more similar to their history. And there's just something doesn't add up. And we and we dug into it a little bit before we started recording, and it was really around the makeup of the of the sample around the state. And you identified something in, in the in the poll in terms of this how, time. In, in terms of how the Green Bay numbers look, the Green Bay media market. Yeah, which is a pretty conservative area, but yeah. they had uh, almost a two to one split to Walker, Walker versus fifty six to twenty nine percent, and that just seems ridiculous. I mean, when you consider how even, even it doesn't how, even the last Walker reelection wasn't anywhere near that. Yeah, that well, and even even Hillary area. did better against right. uh, against Trump in right. that in that area yeah. of the state. So you. In this and they both got we, about forty percent in that area. I mean, yeah. even a little better than forty percent. Both so, of them. So, do we really believe that, both of, that both Walker is going to Mary Burke? That is. Do we really believe that Walker is going to get double the numbers <laughs> of Tony Evers in this environment? I I would call yeah, bullshit no, on that. When no Republican has done that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is something to be said for the red areas are becoming redder, the blue sure. areas are becoming bluer. Yeah, I think when you're when you're talking about rural areas, but I mean, we're talking about Green Bay. It's not it's not a not tiny area. Rural. Well, it does include a lot of rural areas. It does. Most of the population is not in the rural areas. Exactly. It's in Green Bay, Appleton, Oshkosh, Needham, and Nashua, uh-huh. all the way down to Fond du Lac. Right. Um, so those are much more industrial. Um, small kind of urban areas mm-hmm. uh, strung together, kind yeah. of uh, almost a mini megalopolis of small uh, industrial cities. Yeah, um, that added together is pretty large population base. So yeah, most of those people in that media market are not like agricultural people or small town yeah. people exactly. There's there's small city people maybe, but so I mean I. I... I, I don't want I don't want to be like the uh, what, what, did, what did Karl Rove used to call it when when they were correcting the polls it was uh, skewing says the, unskewing I don't want to unskew the polls however what I would say is I mean the the Marquette poll is a pretty young poll mm-hmm. and yet it has, has it has had some success however it is young and it's and it's been successful in pretty much. Republican favored elections with high high enthusiasm for the Republicans. Exactly. So I I don't know. Now I'm they just, caught it at the peak of the Kavanaugh stuff, where there's there is there is that, and we haven't touched on that yet. But yeah, and then they're contradicted, interestingly, by another poll which also just came out right. today, which was by NBC. The NBC Marist poll came out. Yeah, uh, Ebers ten points ahead. Yeah, which really kind of shocked me. Interesting thing was. Marquette actually went into the field on the 3rd of October and finished on the 7th, and the NBC Marist went in the, into the field on September 30th, which was, I believe, was this last the previous Sunday. Yeah. And uh, last time the Packers won <laughs> and came out of the field on the 3rd. Yeah. and Or finished being in so the, the field. So the timeline's a little bit different, so there's you have to take that into account. But, I mean, but not do we, much. Do, do we really think that there's that much of a difference given those few days? Well, there's a one-day actual overlap yeah but it's over the course of early in the week was mm-hmm. when the nbc it's interesting that nbc takes so long to release their thing nbc yeah released. i don't know what that's about is it, if it yeah. there's maybe they're just waiting on maybe it's just timing i don't know no a friend of mine pointed out that actually nbc maris tends to actually have more of a republican lead 
leader hmm. than the Marquette poll, which interesting. is really interesting. But then again, that doesn't mean they know Wisconsin. Well, and their previous poll in July had Evers up by 13, it was, right. which, was, which was shortly before the Democratic primary took place. Yeah, which so Evers with no name ID. Yeah. Basically people just wanting to vote against it was, Walker. Yeah, it was almost like a generic Democrat it, versus Walker. It would follow that he's fallen off a little bit just because... The Kavanaugh thing was kicking up, and there's been all this. There's been all the ads of, of Evers. Yeah, uh, right. first the guy who liked the porn in the classrooms. They seem to be that one seems to have run its course, though. Yeah, I think it's kind of fallen flat now. They're moving on to other things, and now they're saying Evers is going to raise your taxes. He's going to raise your taxes and take Wisconsin backwards. Yep, yep. You know, he's going to he's going to you know get the unions Evers for back his, in business. Evers <laughs> for his part has. Some pretty strong critiques against the roads and mm-hmm. the schools, but mostly the health care, the pre-existing conditions, and they're totally right. Yeah, and it's funny because Rebecca Clayfish cut that ad saying, "How dare he say that when she was actually wrong?" That yeah. well, she's technically correct that currently Wisconsin nights are protected for pre-existing conditions, but that's because of Obamacare, there you go. which she opposed. Um, they never were before then, and there's nothing saying that they will be protected after uh, uh, Trump care passes mm-hmm. or after this lawsuit succeeds. Well, and the yeah. lawsuit is something Walker supports. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, Obamacare. <laughs> so the other thing I think we want to touch on is uh, we left off uh, a couple weeks ago. Our, our last recording was uh, the Kavanaugh stuff. So we we were kind of in the throes Ugh. of the controversy last go around, and and. It was it was looking a little dire, and uh, Paul, I don't want to call you up, but it, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think I, uh, I think you uh, were pretty pretty confident at the t- uh, on our last podcast that uh, this thing was not going to happen, and uh, it said eighty percent chance. Yeah, lo- he's not in the Supreme Court. Why was I wrong? Lo and behold, uh, Susan Collins voted yeah. voted for, and therefore Joe Manchin. That's disheartening. I mean, honestly, um, fifty-one forty-nine. I mean, if those mm-hmm. two vote against, the nomination sinks. So I guess the calculus was like this: um, Kavanaugh, I guess, really was uh, tight with like the more mainstream Republicans, the mm-hmm. Bush Bushies, yeah, and and Susan Collins was always very tight with them. I guess so. And so Susan Collins has always been very loyal to the Bush family. It's a main thing, you know. I think this this could be the end of Susan Collins, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she runs again in two years because she has traditionally benefited from some Democratic support and independents that have supported right. her, and now this might have burned a bridge that I, so may I, not be able to be, yeah, be rebuilt. So. And and also, she's not necessarily a friend of more conservative elements of the party. So she may be in, between a rock and a hard place next go-around. I don't know. I mean, two years is a long time, but I don't know. She She's really kind of put herself in a position to be vulnerable next go-around. So I just didn't see it, and I didn't see that angle. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. I could understand the mansion angle which yeah. is that he just wants to get reelected in a very very republican state yes he's, he feels like he's in a good position doesn't want to take any chances mm-hmm. and he said he gave a statement that almost sounded like he was saying that i mean without saying <laughs> yeah. quite that but you know it was, it was disappointing but not it is. not unexpected no that's not surprising um, I, mean, I think collins was actually more surprising than match to be honest quite a bit more so yeah. i would say yes and uh what who else really dismayed me was the Jeff Flake. 
Well, and, yeah, I mean, and, he, you know, and he, Bob Corker, these people really don't like Trump. Well, like, think, what are they doing? I think you look at Jeff Flake, I mean, a guy who's uh, who's an outgoing senator who's got nothing to lose, except I think he's his primary concern is what he's going to do after his Senate career. And he doesn't want to burn any bridges, so he's just going to go out and he's going to do... He's gonna do right by his party, and he's gonna he's just gonna yeah. you know he's gonna find a nice cushy gig, and and just ride out the rest of his career. That's well, that's that's I, Jeff Flake right there. I also like, he's not he's, he's, with the Jeff, Bush people. Yeah, but he's just Jeff he's Flake has never been a profile in courage. He's just the senator who just was doing his job, and then like wasn't a fan of Trump, and then you know. But he was burned like some, a neocon. Some, yeah, he was a neocon. He's not a neocon in the Trump. He's not a Trump moderate, you know. I mean, he's he's right. a conservative Republican who just clashed with Trump on occasions, and then was probably going to get primaried if he ran again. You know, to show how ridiculous the system is, though, and I certainly hope the voters think about this is he was confirmed with basically the equivalent of a friend of mine broke it down. 51 senators who represent 44% of the nation's population. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I think, splitting like a Wisconsin in half because mm-hmm. you got half, you got two, one of each party yeah. there. And so that was breakdown. And they did that for a president that got just under 46% of the popular vote. Yeah. I mean, so it just tells you what's, I mean, not only is there something wrong with the culture that enough people would allow this, but. Even the majority is against this stuff, but they're still prevailing. And uh, this has been going on for a while now that the right has been prevailing despite having... Uh, no majority, really. Well, yeah, exactly. And I, in in that context, I think that it, it merits explicitly no majority. Yeah, like where it's very clearly identified that they really don't have a popular mandate. I to, think we to govern, and yet they're still doing this. Yeah. Well, they're behaving as if they do. Mm-hmm. And I think you know we need to make sure we give credit where credit's due in terms of a few a few key senators who voted the right way, but. You know, they may suffer some consequences because of Joe it. Donnelly Joe, D- Joe Donnelly in Indiana. Joe Donnelly in Indiana. Heidi 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 in North Dakota. Um, Lisa Murkowski in Alaska. You know, yeah, Claire McCaskill too. From Claire Missouri. McCaskill. Yeah, I mean, right. these are people that are uh, in vulnerable, Definitely. you know, in vulnerable situations. Yeah, and they may end up losing their job because of this vote, but they yeah, they chose to do the right thing, and. Guys like guys like Jeff Flake, who weren't even up for re-election, who were retiring, yeah, yeah. did not, and that's unfortunate. Well, I think it was because of his ties to the Bushies. I yeah. think it was just like Collins. Yeah. It was the same same problem there. And you know, I wonder if he wouldn't have gotten Mansion if he wouldn't have had to be the fifty first vote. Well, that, that's the thing. Is I, I I wonder if Susan Collins had gone the other way, if Mansion would have come along. Because I think you would have needed one more because then he maybe. would have been the vote that breaks the mm-hmm. tie. Yeah, tie because the tie goes to Pence. Right. Right. So, um, so I'm pretty sure. No, but if you would have gotten both Collins and Mansion, it'd been fifty-one forty-nine. Yeah, because you because you already had, had Murkowski. Then he would have had to been number fifty-one. Oh yeah, he didn't want to be the deciding vote. Right. Sure. Right. Okay. Uh, had it been, he needed Collins and Flake, and he had those two. That would have been enough. He probably would have done it. Yeah. Well, then they probably, probably, probably right like, like I said, probably would have been a fifty-two forty-eight defeat. Like I said uh, uh, previously, I think if it were if if it what were to lose to that extent, I think McConnell would have just pulled it. The other part that got in my calculus was. I actually thought that the right would probably benefit a little bit from him being voted down. For sure. Because yes. they could really crank out the outrage machine. Because really, they would... They it would really boost the enthusiasm, which... 
And the polling actually is starting to indicate that I was right about this because the polling is now just now drifting back toward the Democrats. It peaked uh, yeah. over the weekend, but if you look at five, when it was in the midst of this, yeah, it's starting to recede somewhat. So the red tide to break the blue wave was really coming into effect. I thought for a minute, and now it looks like that subsiding. The blue wave is continuing to roll. Right. Well, there's, yeah, there's the whole, it's about who has the grievance, right? So like if, uh, if, if for some reason the, right. the nomination couldn't have moved forward, either McConnell pulls it off the floor or he just goes down in a straight up vote. They would have had a grievance. They would have used that to just pummel Democrats. And with, I think grievance is very important in a midterm. Absolutely. And in, so in, and when the candidates are a lot less well-known and now they've, and now they've won. So honestly, like if, if Republicans are really holding this up as like, this is going to be our saving grace for, for this election. Honestly, like you look at how fast this news cycle has been moving in the last few years. I don't expect this is even going to be on the front page a month from now. There's going to be so much other stuff. There was the journalist that was murdered in Turkey yesterday right. from the Washington Post contributor. There's there's so much stuff going on that like Kavanaugh yeah, honestly really is, 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 is Kavanaugh is going to be ancient news in a week from right. now. Right. So right. I mean, this is not well, this is not going to be the turnout driver that I think they are hoping it's going to be. Well, especially now that he's on. The yeah. question is, does it turn out? Some of our votes. Well, that's that's the hope, right? Is that um, th- okay? We, we have Women this thing that we have this situation. Fair-minded men would be outraged, mm-hmm. and yet I guess there's good reason to doubt that, though, because if you look at 2016, well, when Trump was clearly shown to be. Uh, yeah, pretty the, offensive. The womanizer that he is, and yeah, but I, I would think in terms of in history, I mean, they had him on tape saying. Yeah, Some of the worst stuff. You I know. 1994 and 2006 are the two examples I think to look to to compare to this election. That's weird because 1994 was a Republican wave. It was. 06 was a Democratic. But it was. Wave. But 94. You have to remember it was when. Why are the, these two similar when they had because because results? the Republicans were out of power. They had not controlled the House of Representatives in 40 years. Right. They had not controlled the Senate for the most of that time. Right. So it was it was a historic wave that occurred, and 06 similarly was well, kind it wasn't of a, that historic of a wave. Uh, it was it was pretty resounding victory because they took both the Senate and the House. And yeah, but it was it wasn't the same. I mean, the Democrats hadn't been out that long. The uh, Senate they had briefly because Jim Jefferson switched parties, right. and uh, but it was uh, yeah it it, re- it went back Republican in two thousand two yeah so about a year and a half right okay so well um, I'm not sure if I follow it one hundred percent I mean I think my hope is that it's like the reverse of twenty ten yeah which was even more powerful than either of those other two waves and yeah. really gave us this. Uh, red lock on the Midwest that's crushed unions and really yeah. has set us back in so many ways. We're still recovering from that election. We are. We really are. In some ways, the election of Trump was in the exponent of it. I mean, in a weird way, with when you think of voter suppression in Wisconsin, which probably did swing the state, mm-hmm. I, I think that in some ways 2010 delivered the White House to Trump in 2016. Oh, yeah. If there's any way to get Democratic voters as excited for this as they would be for Obama, that would be a great thing. We say this every midterm. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. You know, that would really be tremendous. So yeah. We'll see. 
So the more to come on that. I mean, I'm sure there'll be more polling data come out in the weeks ahead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, lots to uh, lots to look forward to next few weeks. We are less than a month away from election day, folks. All right. So with um, that, on that and, note, and and the Marquette poll wasn't great, but then the NBC poll was pretty encouraging. So country contradictory results. Yeah. Here. Check out our um, Facebook page. We've got we've got both what, of those polls posted in, on there. What do you think the governor's race is really at? Where do I think it's really at? Somewhere between the Marquette poll and the NBC poll. So you think Ebers is maybe just uh, just about tied or I'm something? Gonna, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with uh, if the election were held today, it's plus five Ebers. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. That's, uh, that's where my head's at. I, I don't know what to think. I'd, I'd say it's a jump ball. Could be. It'd, could be, be, about, could it'd be. be about turnout. Turn out, turn out, Absolutely. turn out. I just watched the recount. The only poll movie. that matters is the poll on election day. I watched recount about the 2000 election. Just yeah. now. Really Lots of lessons out. to be learned there. Getting ready for this one. All right, sure. with that. Forward, folks. Forward.